you know, I got more familiar and more comfortable with show control and display studio and all that good stuff and started to, to, to be like, okay, well here, I can do this in here. It'll save me, you know, those steps, you know, and that kind of thing. And so that led to, hey, all I need is the background doing that outside of the Dactronic software, put that in there. And now I can start just building stuff in here and it, it'd be much better, it'd be native and that kind of thing. Hello, and welcome to the Dactronics Experience Podcast. I'm Justin Oxner here with Matt Anderson. Today, we're joined by Jacob Parks, currently the creative design consultant with Rico USA. He tells us his story of creating layouts and setting up a game day production for Catawba College back when they installed their new LED video display in 2020. Today, we're talking to Jacob. Jacob, how you doing? Not bad. How are you guys doing? Pretty good. Matt's over here as well. Hello. And um, you have a kind of an interesting background. You you did some work at Catawba College, and you're you're a design consultant now. Can you start with with your origin story of kind of how you got to where you're at today? Before we go uh, back and talk about today's topic, sure. So again, I'm Jacob Parks. I'm a creative design consultant currently with Rico. Um, I've been a designer by different names and titles for going on about 20 years. Um, so my kind of direct link was I'm an alum from Catawba College. I played football and basketball there. Uh, when I was there, realized that I wanted to go into graphic design. So after I graduated from Catawba, I had about a year of just kind of hanging, <laughs> hanging out and then went to uh, Randolph Community College and got my associate's degree in um, graph advertising and graphic design. And um, I've kind of had some interesting stops along the way. Um, probably my longest was with Sporting News uh, Magazine down in Charlotte. And so, you know, got to do a lot of cool sports design and that kind of thing. Um, also some time with Our State Magazine here in North Carolina. And then some other stops. And, um, you know, what kind of led me back around to the scoreboard was at that time it was, you know, COVID. And I was doing freelance work for the school and uh, and also, you know, some other places as well. And that perfectly got me into place once they needed someone to create the, you know, graphic system for their scoreboard that they had just purchased um, <laughs> right at uh, the beginning of the COVID madness. Yeah. And I'm thinking even at the, at the beginning too, Jacob, I know we kind of talked before the, the episode here today, but it's a broad term, right? I mean, you're, you're creative design consultant, you were in, in design. Is there something specific you do? Like, is it photos, layouts, animation, video, kind of like what areas do you kind of focus on? Um, it's been really cool uh, with Rico to be kind of a jack of all trades. Um, my my background is a lot of print work um, with magazines and that kind of thing, but then support for that as well, web graphics for for sites and all that kind of good stuff. But um, with Rico, we were kind of just brought in to be creatives, and now we're kind of spun into our own small marketing team that's just getting off the ground. And I mean, you know, uh, right now I'm primarily doing more video editing and AR experiences with. Um, they call them hollow twins with the green screen videos and also 360 um, kind of tours where, you know, you're using your phone and spinning around and looking oh, yep. at, you know, the different aspects and that kind of thing. So that's been really interesting to get into. I know we talk about it a lot, Justin, is even in marketing, it's everything's changing all the time. Yeah. It's like obviously video is huge right now and all the stuff you're talking about. Yeah, and it's not even the horizontal 16 by 9 video, you know, with phone screens yep. getting into the vertical video and flipping that vertically instead of you know horizontally so it, it fits the different screens and, and everybody's recording naturally by holding their phone vertically and uh, a lot of change coming in that area and that creative side we we talk with our videographer a lot about hey can, can we get this in a vertical format too so <laughs> I'm, I'm sure you're seeing the the different things like that especially with the cool experiences like ar and a lot of people using their phones today right yeah it's been really fascinating and um, we have a great vendor that we use and um so 
you know, coming from a design background, it's like, oh, it's pretty easy to actually build the experience in their builder. Now, what can I do creatively to make it neat? Mm-hmm. That's awesome. And then, all right, so kind of, I mean, we'll kind of tiptoe into here the the story about what happened at Catawba College. And it's, I mean, this is, it sounds like it was kind of the, the perfect combination of, you mentioned you played sports there, you're an alum, but you're a designer, but you also like sports, right? So, I mean, talk about maybe a little bit about those two oh, things coming together and how that works for you. Oh yeah, it was it was just perfect timing, you know, across the board. Um, again, I um, I was an athlete um years ago or many moons ago. Um, so and you know I grew up just up the road from Catawba, but my my dad played basketball there. Um, you know I've I've been around the school my whole life, you know, and love it. And so um, you know I um I began my career as a football player and then joined the basketball team and did both. Um, for a year and at that point (laughs) that was a lot and uh, I honestly the problem I don't have now that I had back then was I couldn't keep the necessary weight on um, with football being a lineman at you know six eight and so uh, uh, my my basketball coach was wonderful coach Baker and he said I I'm not going to tell you not to play football I wish you would just play basketball and uh, (laughs) by that point they were picking up the tab so I said oh that's I think that's fair and it's probably going to be better for me to um, just stick with basketball so um so that's what I did and I still love um you know watching sports I've got three sons and um coaching them uh and their YMCA sports is awesome um I've been doing more watching lately than coaching but I want to get back into that and so you know I've always got something on I'm a big um Tar Heels fan as well UNC um watching that and then kind of follow NASCAR just generally and just about everything, you know, was disappointed to see the Canes get <laughs> swept uh, last oh, night. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yep, Canes recently got taken out of the playoffs there and for NHL. Um, and so you you did a lot of those sports things and you played a lot of sports and, and were designer as well. And then all of a sudden this project came along at Catawba College where they got a new video display um, and they were looking for some help getting it up and running. How did you get pulled into that? So I had been doing freelance work for both sides the um i'm not sure i guess you say the academic and athletic um for for both sides and um and actually uh jeff or um uh jeff childress was the i think associate ad at that time and he had been there while i was there as a student and so um i had been talking with him and he said you know we're gonna need uh we're gonna need someone because we don't have anybody we've got this you know and they had also just put in a beautiful new um turf field as um, artificial turf field and oh man just all this right before COVID hit and it was like oh crazy so (laughs) I told him I was absolutely interested um because I mean just thinking about all the stuff you can do with that thing you know just oh it just made me just one of those things that gets you going as a designer and um so you know we he said all right well we're gonna we're gonna figure out what what the next steps are and um so yeah, that that kind of led into um, all right. Well, I did a little mock up for them to to show, and um, and then it was just like all right, let's 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 get going. So was that mock up? Was that a like a different layout of how they could like segment the board and do different things oh, with it? it was, or it was yeah, it was before there was even any any sort of plan at all. It was just like I took a, a like a, a photo of the um, of the board. You know, I don't even, I don't I don't think anything was ready. Uh, I'm not even sure where they were. It was just to show that, hey, we can put video up here. You know, mm-hmm. hey, this can be it was it had no grounding in any <laughs> anything that actually was um, real. It was just me like, 
hey, here's how a scoreboard could look. Um, and I think that was just for them. I know uh, he was really excited about it, and I think everybody was. They were just trying to communicate, hey, we can do a lot with this, but it's going to take, you know, we've got to have, you know, the stuff. We've got to have someone that can, you know, create the video or at least, you know, get the stuff on there and that kind of thing. So you kind of showed a layout of what it could look like and, the, and brought it to the school. They have some kind of feedback and say, okay, let's let's maybe adjust this, maybe adjust that, and you kind of went from there? Um, well, this was, this was I think, even maybe before it was even finished and before oh, okay. I think um, you oh. guys had come out and set it up. So I do know they talked with, and again, um, I'm not sure exactly who. I know Adam uh, Kaminsky is the, who came out and did the training with me. That was awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think I think it was prior to that, they had talked, and it may have been with him or someone else with Dactronics, about potential layouts for the zones, and I think they had finalized that. Um, and then we got, and then we were off and running. You know, I went out and did the training with him for um, a few hours, and uh, I, th- I think that was in the fall. And they didn't have that was when they were going to do the try to do a spring season because of COVID that was shortened. We did we did a couple of uh, semi pro games. I'd forgotten about that. Um, that we and that was awesome because at that point, yeah, I was still trying to figure out how it looked, and so um, we were going. You know, I was I was you know showing them some designs, just trying to figure it out, and getting feedback from them on what they liked and what they didn't like, and and you know it it wasn't a crazy you know the, in the final layout I thought looked great and they loved it. I loved it. It was you know pretty simple, straightforward, just you know that blue background, and I kind of tried to make the center zone with the video have, you know, the nice red outline with the the logo down at the bottom for that was really more for the static stuff. You know, the video, I was like, let's just let that take over that center zone um, to give it, you know, the maximum amount of space. But it was, it was awesome. Once we got going, it was so much fun. Awesome. And I'm trying to think of the timeline of all of this is too. You said it was right around COVID time. So was, did the board get installed? Was it in 2020 or you're saying right after that? Man. And again, I'm bad with dates and <laughs> Yeah, was it before? I would say before, or after. Yeah, COVID? it might have been right before COVID, but they didn't have their first use until after COVID hit. Oh, okay. yeah. So it was right yep. in that time frame. Yeah, gotcha. And then, so when you're making these layouts and stuff, and I know sometimes this comes up when we talk to customers, is there's, I say there's different layouts, right? You're trying to finalize them, but there's a in-game look or a between. I don't know. It would be like halftime or sponsorship looks. Did you get involved in any of that, or was it kind of like one layout? And it was either that or full screen. It was pretty simple. Um, we used that center. We had, you know, our our um, ads on the left that rotated through the center zone. That the ads on the left, I'm sure, were the higher tier, the big, the bigger sponsors. Again, you know, that's not the thing. I, I just had I had the list to put over there, and they cycled through. Meanwhile, the center zone was some static. Um, ads cycled through and at the beginning you know there weren't so many so they you know would highlight athletes at the school or other events and so static imagery just rolling through and then um you know once we got the live tv feed working and all that that was center zone and we didn't do a lot of uh you know full full screen stuff i I think a lot of it was we wanted to make sure that the score and the time and all that stayed up there you know consistently for everyone to see and we were all we were all learning as we went so um it it was a it was a fun and really dynamic process 
Yeah, and you said you're learning as you went. So you were more, you were involved in more than just the design of the layout. Were you involved in the the production as well, and and every game day being on site? Yeah. So that was um, one thing they were they and gosh, forgive me. They were working with um, a gentleman down at Winget about a script, and you know, I said, you guys, I, I was say y'all come up with that because i'm not out there you know i was doing virtually all my work from home except for when i was out there you know for events Mm -hmm. um and i was like you guys you come up with that and then we'll get it put into the scoreboard but um you know and we and it was cool we did get to do um some video intros for the players um and so that was that was fun that got me really back into video editing i only dabbled a little bit um and then, you know, I did experiment with putting some some bigger graphics over um, trying it over the center zone and those left ad those left ad zones. You essentially started with the design stuff. And like it's kind of interesting to hear the different parts that, that came at you. It's the all right, there's a script part that, you know, they're working on someone else with. Um, but then there's also the on site stuff, making the graphics. But then you're involved in the video intro. Is it I'm not saying you didn't know stuff like that happened, but as an athlete playing sports, seems like you kind of got a different aspect on things. You got to see what goes on behind the scenes, right? Was that kind of interesting in in and of itself? Oh, yeah. Absolutely awesome. I mean, it was really cool to see. And again, oh, man, I wish it could have been during normal conditions because, you know, this was the height of the pandemic. And so it was Mm -hmm. like trying to – and, you know, I don't – it was, you know, on them to provide the videos. So I wasn't there for that. And, and, and just because, I mean, the restrictions, you know, everyone was having to work with, you know, how crazy everything was. And um, so everyone, you know, was doing the best they could, but man, in my mind, I was like, Oh, we could do intros, but we could do some really cool, you know, hype stuff and that kind of thing. And just, you know, at that, in that time frame with those conditions, we unfortunately just couldn't make that happen. But I feel really great about what we did get done, you know, just for starting off everyone, you know, starting from scratch from the ground up. And and again, working with you guys and, you know, the training and then the templates, because, you know, we use the motion templates you guys provided and, um, and, and I customized that. And they were great to work with. It was, you know, it was one of those things that was awesome, but just left you hungry for more because you're like, oh, there's so much potential there that can be done, you know, <laughs> right. so many cool things. Yeah. And you mentioned even um, Adam Kaminsky was there for training and helping you out with that. And on the control side, to, to put everything out to the display, he taught you how to use that. And maybe you used show control a little bit. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. So um, he he did a basic setup and went over, you know, show me how to add the buttons and all that. And um, so we had, you know, kind of our starter um, set up. And then, you know, I was um, going in and adding, you know, um, when we had anything that needed, you know, its own, you know, the ads, you know, their own button and that kind of thing. And for that spring season, I actually did run the display. <clears throat> it was only a handful of games because they didn't even get they didn't even get to play what they had fully scheduled because of, you know, COVID. And I think um they got to the point where they didn't have enough players that um, were, you know, were solidly negative. So they had to end that even in that short. So, you know, I only got to run a little bit and that was a ton of fun. And then it transitioned over to, I believe it was a student who would then come in the next year, but I would still come and add the graphics, um, add the buttons. And then I would, um, you know, I had a screen, I would take a screen capture and mark it up and, you know, tell him like, Hey, these are, the new ads, um, you know, we would typically leave some of the older ones on there if they needed to go back to and that kind of thing. And um, I had set up uh, 
I, I'm trying to remember, I think it was classified kind of as a new display to run those static ads and screens in the background. So it wouldn't restart when we were, you know, showing something that would take over that zone. Mm-hmm. Um, and just, it was really cool. And, you know, I was really, it was really fascinating to come from the design world and being, you know, fully Adobe, you know, Adobe for everything, you know, Photoshop, InDesign, Illustrator, Premiere, After Effects and that kind of stuff. Yeah. So, you know, there was a little bit of a learning curve, but, you know, and honestly, because when I've used some other, you know, kind of different um, companies software that looks, you know, just different, that hasn't been so, you know, so well designed, I was a little scared when I was looking at it. But then you get into it and you're like, oh, this is perfectly logical. Makes sense. You just have to get the basics and get going and you're off and running. Yeah, I was going to ask, coming from that side of it, you kind of set the, the process down and, and had it set for, like you said, the student that took over afterwards. But you also transitioned from the design software to like the Dactronic show control software. I was going to ask how easy that was, but it sounds like it, like you said, it made sense and it was pretty easy to understand. Yeah. And, you know, I had a base um, when I started, you know, I set up the full board and InDesign and had the displays, you know, segmented so that I could um, create things and just instantly output them as graphics and then, you know, bring them over. And then, you know, I got more familiar and more comfortable with, you know, the show control and display studio and all that good stuff and started to, to, to be like, okay, well here, I can do this in here. It'll save me, you know, those steps, you know, and that kind of thing. And so that led to, Hey, all I need is the background you know, out doing that outside of the Dactronic software, put that in there. And now I can start just building stuff in here and it, it'd be much better. It'd be native and that kind of thing. That's awesome. Cause that's something we always talk about too, is show control is it's that same software is used at the major league level, right? Professional sports, even all the way down to high school sports. And it's, you can deal with freelancers that come in that maybe haven't worked with it before. Or if you get down to high schools and all of a sudden, a parent has to come off <laughs> the stands and at least come in and, <laughs> and learn how to click the buttons. It's always meant to at least be, I would say, somewhat quick uh, to pick up and learn from right away. Yeah, and it's, like I said, it was great when Adam set up just those basics because, you know, we always kept those. Like he had, you know, the um, <clears throat> clear all, clear all um, zones, mm-hmm. um, the brightness buttons and all that stuff that, you know, we just carried forward. I'd put a new tab in. You know, we had our football tab and then, you know, I put another tab in because once we started having the um, the headshots um, that we wanted mm-hmm. to show, you know, I had that a separate tab so you could easily get on there and have the starter, all the starters there, you know, the buttons lined up and all that good stuff. And then, you know, once we made a, a lacrosse um, board, you know, we had that in a separate one, too. And it's just, you know, you just have to wrap your head around. It's just different. But can this again coming from my design background? If you're learning that straight up, you know it's good because it's not it's it's streamlined. It's easy to use. I love like you know being able to make the buttons different colors. That helped out tremendously with me just being so visual to mm-hmm. say instantly better tell. Okay, you know I've got the ads are purple. The the video ads are purple. The uh, prompts are orange. The um, last year's um, in-house Catawba ads are light blue. You know and that sort of thing. Sure. And you, you got this all set up and running. How long were you there? Were you, did you just kind of help with that first COVID year, so to speak, or, or were you there for a couple of years after? Um, I did it the first COVID year and that was 2020 in spring, I believe. Um, and then that fall, the, and I think that was a full um, regular season in 2020. Um, uh, 2021, I, th- I was still doing graphics. Um, but after that spring, I had, they had, um, had a student take over the game day, but I was still doing the graphics. Mm-hmm. And then I believe 
Um, I think 2021 was the last year I was helping them out. Okay. And did this kind of lead to any other projects for you in the sports world with either like the graphics or on the control side or helping layout displays? No, um, not really. Like I said, it, it kind of was its own chapter and then, you know, when, and then that started with Rico and, and done that. But um, it, it was a lot of fun. <laughs> One of those <laughs> things you're just like, man, there's so much stuff we can do. Oh, yes. <laughs> so it kind of stood out as its own kind of cool experience for you. Yeah, yeah. I would say, is this, I know sometimes we've called it the Dactronics curse, but it's basically whenever you go to a live event, you're always <laughs> looking at the displays and trying to think of what millimeter pitch it is or viewing angles and all these things. But is this, <laughs> I would say this this chapter, this experience you went through at Catawba College, has that kind of changed how when you go to other venues now? Like, are you looking at the displays and, and thinking of it in terms of like zones and different pieces of content like that? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Like, um, for example, um, my son and I went to watch and another link back to Catawba, my, my basketball coach when I was there, Jim Baker, now coaches a high school team, and they were in the state championship um, this past season. And so uh, one of my sons and I went to watch, and they were playing at um, um, North Carolina State University, um, Reynolds. They're still their they're older own on campus uh, venue, you know, they now play in PNC and share that with the Hurricanes, but they still have um, Reynolds Coliseum. And, um, oh man, I haven't been there since I think I was in grade school when my oldest brother was at basketball camp. And so just seeing how updated it was, was awesome. But then when we sat down and everything and the, the experience in there with the board and everything, oh man, it was awesome. I was looking at it blown away and I was like, man, that's gotta be so much fun <laughs> to, yeah. to be, to, to be creating the stuff for it, but then to be running it because, you know, this was just, you know, a high school basketball championship game and, um, and, you know, a, a, you know, a professional or even, you know, college event is, you know, a totally different ball game. Yeah. It sounds like if something like this came up again, it was the right timing. You'd be interested in doing that type of stuff again. I mean, the way you're talking about it, you sound excited. You sound about pretty it. enthused. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Again, you know, I'm a, I'm a, I'm an old athlete that still, the mind is still willing, but the body is, is no longer. <laughs> so um, it really brings all that stuff back and gets you, you know, excited because it's just fun. You know, like I said, I've, I've been around sports my whole life, so it's kind of, you know, like the perfect combination, sports and design. And then when you throw in live, you know, the live interaction when you're in there or running it, you know, it, it brings kind of that excitement also into the mix. So, yeah, it's pretty pretty awesome. Yeah, I think – I mean, I think about when I started Dactronics as well. I was I was an athlete growing up too, and, I mean, the hardest event to high jump in college, Justin. Is, uh-huh, yeah, sure. The real sport, like high jumping. <laughs> Speaking of the mind willing, yeah, I don't think I could high jump at all today. But anyways <laughs> – uh, when I started Dactronics, that peek behind the curtain thing we kind of talked about earlier was definitely my my eye-opening experience because when I was an intern started, you had to help out. Like I spent one weekend at a wrestling tournament just running our all-sport, just doing mat side timing, right? So like even that in and of itself was a lot to take in. And then I started going around to all the different control rooms that we have uh, event production at throughout the country and other customers and visiting and started to be like, oh, these – these are like TV broadcast control rooms. And I remember it took a long time to just even come to terms or get familiar with terms like switcher, instant replay, yeah. a technical director, even the roles and responsibilities. And I always think that's some kind of fun now. Even when I, like I said, the curse part is that when I go to other games, I think about stuff like that or TV broadcasts. I think <laughs> right. about that stuff as well. But It's like, oh, they laid out that display like this. That's an interesting way to do it. Oh, that looks <laughs> really cool. <Yeah. laughs> Oh, yeah. So um, 
Jacob, is there anything that we haven't talked about with your experience at Catawba that really stood out to you that you wanted to share? Oh man, I'm, I, I can't think of one particular thing again. It was just a blast. You know, it was really cool to be there at the beginning and, you know, create this thing from the ground up and, and see it come to life and, uh, and work. And I'm such a, uh, absent-minded unfortunately I, I wish i would have gotten someone to to get some you know footage of it you know while you know while we right. were uh <laughs> using it but you know i've got some um some stuff after the fact and um and of course i still have you know tons all the stuff when you know i originally created it so it, it's cool to still you know have that but um it was just a neat a neat period in time you know it was so cool and man it was crazy everybody under those you know when the world was upside down um you know, I think we, I think we made something awesome, you know, even, even despite the fact that, you know, it was a tough time to be, you know, operating. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, we definitely appreciate you being on and, and especially this all came about because I saw one of your posts on, on LinkedIn where you mentioned stuff like this. So, I mean, reaching out to you to be on the podcast to share your story. So we really do appreciate you. I mean, accepting that invite and then coming on our show today and sharing your story with us. Yeah. And thanks you guys for having me. You know, I just, uh, you know, when you were talking to me, I was like, yeah, that's going to be really cool because <laughs> I had a lot of fun and I'd love to share my story. Awesome. Yeah. We appreciate it. Thank you. All right. Thanks. Oh, thank you guys. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Dectronics Experience Podcast. Please subscribe at your favorite place to listen to podcasts to keep up with our latest episodes.